Today's Q&A is about lactose, and the question is, what is lactose, and is it milchigs? Well, milk has a lot of components to it, and that includes fat, two kinds of protein, one's called casein and one's called whey. It also has water, of course, calcium, and a kind of a sugar, which is called lactose. Now, the way you make cheese is you add rennet or an acid, like something like vinegar. You add rennet or acid to the milk. It causes the casein protein and the fat to clump together into what we call cheese, and it leaves behind a grayish liquid, and in that liquid is water, whey, calcium, and lactose. Now, that liquid that gets left behind, you could filter it to get the whey part of it separated from everything else, and then you dry the whey part that you just separated into a powder, which, we, which is sold as whey protein. Okay, now after you've separated the whey out of it, there's still liquid left behind, and um, that liquid contains in it a couple of things, including lactose, and if you get rid of the water from that liquid, basically you like boil the water out of it, you're going to be left with plain lactose. Now, um, the most obvious thing about lactose is that it comes from milk, and therefore it's milk eggs, it's dairy. Now, that, just, just to throw in here, lactose is not the same as lactic acid. Lactic acid as sounds similar to lactose, but it has nothing to do with milk, and it's powerful. Anyhow, um, now, it, 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 it takes, it, it's obviously, it, to us, it's obvious that the lactose is milk eggs because it comes from milk. However, what most people might not realize is that it take. I mentioned it took two separations to get the lactose out of the milk. First, we had to get the, separate the cheese part, leaving the liquid, uh, a grayish liquid behind. Then we separated that liquid to get the whey out, and we got the lactose out of it. So it's only considered milchig's midrabanan. And Pais can call that meimei chalav. It's the water from the water from milk. It's a double, it takes two separations to get to it from the milk. Now, that sounds like an interesting idea, okay, it sounds very academic, but actually has a very practical application as follows. A person is not allowed to eat milk and meat together. They're also not allowed to have hana, any benefit from milk and meat which were cooked together. But that iser hana only applies if the mixture was basabachal of midiraisa. Well, since lactose is only milk and rabbanan, if you have a food that contains meat and lactose and there's no other milk mixed into it, that mixture would not be usher bahana. You wouldn't be allowed to eat it, but you would be allowed to have hana from it. And a common example of that is uh, pet food. Pet food that contains milk and meat, you can't serve to your pet because you're getting benefit from the fact that you're giving it to your pet um, and he, you're benefiting from the basabachalaf. However, if the only dairy ingredient in there is lactose, then you would be allowed to give it to the pet because you wouldn't be allowed to eat it. Well, you can't eat it because it's straight anyhow, but you wouldn't be allowed to eat it because it's possible chalav. But from the perspective of Hana, it would be allowed to have it. And then, just while we're on the topic of that, Isra for pets, another type of possible chalav, which is only us from the Rabbanon, is when the meat portion is actually just poultry. So, let's say you have a chicken and milk together, you're not allowed to eat it, because it's possible chalav, but as far as I know, you'd be allowed to feed it to your pet. Now, uh, <coughs> lactose, as I keep mentioning, is a byproduct of making cheese. In order for cheese to be kosher, a Jewish person has to be present and participate in the making of that cheese. <coughs> and if you don't make it, then it's called, if it is not part of it, then it's called gvinus akam, and the cheese is treif. Now, in most cases, the whey and the lactose that separate from gvinus akam, meaning the cheese is treif, even so, the whey and the lactose stay kosher. Exactly why that is is, is way beyond today's Q&A to explain why that should be true. But that's usually true that the whey and the lactose stay kosher. However, if the milk was hot during this cheese making process, or the cheese was hot during that process, then the whey and the lactose are usher. 
because they get tam from the treif venus akum. So it's not very common, but it's one of the reasons why lactose needs hashgacha is to make sure that it didn't come from cheese which was made above Yatzla display at a temperature which would make the lactose treif. Now, last just to talk about is that lactose is a, a common ingredient in chewable and swallowable tablets, uh, and typically they don't have hashgacha to them. And so it raises questions with people who are sick and who want to take this medicine. Do they have to be concerned that the lactose is not kosher? What happens if they only eat chal visual? Should they worry about that? There's a tshuva from Obiashev about that. Uh, can they take these tablets that are, that, are have, that are made from lactose if they ate meat w- within the past six hours? So all of those kind of questions <clears throat> are ones that <clears throat> need to be addressed to your local rabbi who's going to think about the kashras and the halacha concerns about what you're doing, which is potentially wrong, together with the needs and the coolest that might be appropriate um, for someone under with whatever medical condition the person is dealing with.